Beyonce is bringing us in this week <laughs> with her new song, 7-Eleven, which is, um, I liked the song when it came out, which was, um, I think Friday or Thursday. Um, yeah, the song, the song was leaked like Thursday, Thursday. and then the video came out Friday. Um, just in time for the weekend. <laughs> just in time <laughs> to run to American Apparel. Right. Get the, your boy briefs. Right. From the video. Yeah. And so, put your hands in the air. If, and wait if you're wondering, American Apparel has. <laughs> if you were wondering. The briefs that are in Actually, um, this, this Gail and Gail is bought to you by. American Apparel. American Apparel. And us in our American Apparel boy briefs. Right. And Kale sweatshirts. Get the visual going. That's what we're doing tonight. Thank you, Beyonce. Thank you, B. Yeah. Queen. Um, Yeah, so I liked the song when it came out. I liked it more with the video, but I know some people were kind of... Didn't really love the song until the video came out. Did I I wasn't sold on the song because I was just like, what... What exactly? What in the hell? What exactly is she saying? What is she talking about? I like about? that it was like that. Yeah, <laughs> I was just like, what is what it what is being said right now? What is she? And then I saw the video, and I was fully I was fully engaged. Converted. I was there. I was yeah. converted. I mean, fourteen watches later, <laughs> fourteen watches later, I can say that um, I'm fully committed. Yeah, I like I like the song, um, and I just like that it's. The word I used in a write-up I did was, like, disjointed. And, like, it's like your drunk thoughts, mm. um, like, at a party or something. Right. Where you're just focusing on, right, like, um, I'm just moving. I'm dancing. My hand is up. Something is moving. <laughs> my like legs have, are going. Your something's thoughts happening. Are like, you know, you're just going to the music. Right. And that's what I like about it. It's just, yeah. it's, like, the feeling of just, like, feeling the music and, you know, telling yourself... <laughs> drunkenly I guess like you know what's it's like what's going on in your head yeah. so. I I also like in general I like silly B because yeah. I feel like for so long I've been like oh robot B like you're great but you're not a real person you're not a human but I mean she's probably still not a human but these are this video is it's it's very human like it's very goofy it's very goofy it's you know it's a Saturday night yeah what we, you know, what it's, I do. it's an average Saturday in Paris. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> We're like in my bedroom, right? <laughs> and I'll have like some party music on or something, you know, just flailing, mm-hmm. popping <laughs> so my booty. No sense, behind exactly. It. Just you know, moving to the rhythm of Beyonce, <laughs> jumping about, doing a pyramid with my girlfriends. That's what life is. Why the hell not? Right. You know, Beyonce. Is, why, why do we always have an animal thrusting themselves? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then she has another song that came out, Ring Off. Ring Off. Um, which is, uh, people would like to say, like a divorce yeah, record. Yeah, anthem, kind yeah, of. Because the, the lyrics are like, you know, kind of like directed toward her mom. Mm-hmm. It's like, mama, like, I appreciate how, you know, collected you were after she didn't say it like this but right <laughs> after you know like the whole matthew divorce it's, a, it's an ode to the classy lady tina Knowles. tina Knowles, mama tina who kept it who kept it classy and tight and real and has now moved on 
Congratulations. Yeah. Matthew has not kept it classy, tight, or real. Bye. He's kept it real. He's kept it too real. Yeah. He damn sure hasn't kept it tight. Right. He's like the bi- been a little bi- messy. Yeah. He's been a little messy. But, um, <laughs> Excommunicated. Right. From everything. Mm-hmm. And Beyonce made a song about it. So like, there. You made my mom feel really bad. Mm-hmm. And I'm sticking up for her. So, yeah. Go Tina and Beyonce. You know. Um, I like 7-Eleven a little more than Ring Off. Yeah. Um, maybe there. I'm sure she'll drop a video for it. Since she has a video for every song um, from the last album. So, you know, I'm sure there'll be something. Maybe next Friday we'll have like a surprise, surprise. Ring Off video. Yeah. I know. Um, she brought out, you know, some nice excitement. Anytime Beyonce does something. I love it when she surprises us. I love Beyonce surprises. Yeah, especially with like um, Turn Up mm-hmm. Beyonce. <laughs> like a hood, Houston. <laughs> Wait, Houston. Beyonce. That is um, always a highlight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I'm Clover. And I am Tracy. And this is Gail and Gail. Yay. Sipping tea, literally. Yeah. Literally we sipping on some tea. tea. We are for real sipping on some tea. Peppermint tea mm-hmm. and green tea. Got a little jasmine green tea. Yeah. Um, Kim Kardashian. Graced. <laughs> graced. Nah. The cover of Paper magazine. Graced. Um, if you want to call it that. Kim and her ass. Uh, glistening. Jeez. Her oily. Um, Jeez. Ass. It was a... Get her a drink. Yeah. Get her a cup of water. Yeah. It was um, this iconic um, champagne shot. Mm-hmm. By this is where we <laughs> Jean Jean Jules Hold on. Jean Jules. Let me get my friend. Hold on. Jean Jean Jules. He did um he shot Grace Jones um in some of her um you know iconic uh photos. Um so Kim recreated like a champagne. Where she's, um... She loves a recreation. Yeah, holding a champagne. Not much, uh... Jean-Paul Goud. Yeah. Goud. Jean... Jean Jean-Paul... Jean-Paul Goud. Goud. Yeah. So, um, that, uh, the hashtag or the, um... It was the break the internet moment. Um... Oh, God. Break this. (laughs) So, listen. I, <laughs> listen. Applaud you for showing off the body that you have now. <laughs> Shaded. You know, show it off if you have it now. Now, now, now that you now that you have it. Yeah. Do what you want with right. it. Right now. If uh, I had, right, if I had a new, you know, yeah, if I had something new to show off. Yeah. That I. You know, if I just bought something, I would. I love buying stuff and then right, yeah. showing it off. Don't we? It's all. like, look at what I bought. Yeah, usually I'll buy something and then wear it the next day. <laughs> exactly Cause, right, because I'm know, so proud. It I was off. like, yeah, look at this. It's, oh no! Don't you dare! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's like crying. Yeah. Um. So, but not only that. Hmm. Well, it was like the behind shot and then oh, the. Geez. Frontal nudity. And a full frontal. Yeah. Come on. Kim, that, listen. That was the thing that um, 
Like, whatever. Like, she did uh, Playboy before. Right. Um, I just... <clears throat> the reason why I think she needs a glass of water is because I feel like she's very... Th- she needs a glass of water and she needs a seat. She's very thirsty. And I feel like at this point, she should be tired of parading her buns around. It's like, we've seen you nude, Kim K. Like, we've seen... It's done. We've seen it. Mm-hmm. Like, who... Like, who... Well, why, how is this going to break the internet? Who were these people who were not aware of Kim Kardashian's body? Well, it was, like, I guess, the, internet, sh- like a- the shock of, yeah, I mean, just like her being naked for, on, I don't know. I didn't see the Playboy one, so I don't know mm-hmm. how, um, like, nude she was. There were, like, pearls or something involved in it. Oh, wait, yeah. She wasn't, like, fully naked. Like, I don't know. Because this was, you know, the frontal one was like she, you know, shaved <laughs> or whatever, waxed. Um, it's all shown, which is um, for any celebrity now um, to willingly do it is, um, and for like paper, it's kind of interesting versus like Playboy, obviously you're going to get nude shots. Um so I guess she wanted it to be art, and Connie was probably like, yeah, oh, girl. God. So, so um, artful. Meanwhile, look, these aren't even... That's the Playboy? Yeah. Yeah, the Playboy one is it's not... Like, she's... Um, it's like 2011. Maybe. I don't think she showed, uh, you know, the uh, triangle. <laughs> <laughs> she shouldn't even be as proud of these pics, honestly. Oh, these are outtakes. Jeez. Oh. You know you've been yeah. nude way too much when there are outtakes. <laughs> right. You know you have done way too much yeah. when there um, are outtakes. And then... Oh, yeah, okay. this is the pearls thing. Right, yeah, I remember that, yeah. Jesus. Because she was... Um, wasn't there an episode, yeah, where she was... Yeah, there was an episode where she was, like... I think there was she, an episode where her mom was like, go yeah, for it. Right, right, right. Go for it, honey. They're going to put some pearls on you and... Yeah, it's not gonna Poke be. It's gonna be tasteful. It's gonna be tasteful. Yeah, that was. Um, I know this is awkward because I'm your mom, but go for it. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. But this one, so this is she's like even more exposed than the Playboy. God, who thought it was possible? Um, yeah. So go ahead. Go ahead, Kim. Um, I just so Solange. This is related. Solange had. Um, she married Alan Ferguson. Yeah. Um, in New Orleans, mm-hmm. and. One, he's like fifty-one years old, which mm. is um, he looks Black amazing. Amazing for, I mean, it, it, guys have it much easier. Yeah. But um, yeah, Shout she's out for the melanin. She's like twenty-eight, mm-hmm. which is yeah. It, I thought it was interesting that they both <laughs> married like much older guys, right? Um, Solange and Beyonce. Um, just observing, <laughs> and that Matthew is out of the picture. Uh, and that they have a sordid relationship with him. Mm-hmm. I just think that's interesting. That they have, you think it's interesting Make that they now whatever have new dads. Connection you want. <laughs> but, yeah. You think it's interesting that, that they their do dad not is talk to their real crooked. father anymore. <laughs> and, and they, they both dads. married. Um, you know, so. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't. True on that. Yeah, I mean, they could have, I guess they could have, I don't know, I just think there's a reason for, I think they see, like, 
qual like fatherly qualities in their um <laughs> in their husbands. So right. you know, some people <laughs> some people like older right. men, you know. I'm trying to that's like twenty three years older. Mm -hmm. That's just yeah. So crazy. Yeah. He had a driver's license and was drinking and you weren't born. Right. Yeah. And then you were born and he was done with college <laughs> and he was on to his first and or second job. Right. Yeah. And you were born. Right. So. Um, I find that <laughs> interesting. So, yeah. So, Salon, they did like this dope... Um, these wedding photo. Yeah, photos. Non-traditional wedding photo. Yeah. Like, one was in this historic-looking church. It was, like, all... It was just, like, a nice um, aesthetic. And so they did one picture where, like, everybody was just, like, standing up straight with their arms down. Like, looking like, you know, looking statues like or whatever. And, like, boss, fierce. Boss, fierce, fabulous ladies. Um, And then Kim Kardashian Instagram, or, like, her friend did, whatever. Her makeup art artist. A photo of um of like herself and like a bunch of her friends, whatever, and it's like surrounded by mannequins. Basically recreating the Basically shot. Basically appropriating <laughs> Solange. Solange. Right. And people saw it as shade because she was like, Oh, um I, yeah. I don't know if I see it as shade as much as I see it as what it is, Thirsty. which is appropriation. <laughs> Thirstiness. Like you didn't have to do that. Yeah. <laughs> like what there seems to be this weird tension with, with like, Kim and... With the Kaz and the Wesses? More so on Kim's side, because I'm sure Beyonce is like, I don't really... You're nothing. <laughs> or whatever. Or not, not even Beyonce's like, like break this bitch. She doesn't, yeah, need to address her. Yeah. Or even, like, she doesn't need to do what Kim does, which is, like, oh, I need to, like, one-up you right. or something. Well, be yeah, because she can one-up her with her talent. So, right. Yeah, I mean, it, it kind of points to her inability to be unique. <laughs> and it definitely points to her her uh her her willingness to like be a part of things and to break the internet and to have a million likes. It's clear that she very much wants to like please people yeah. or like be liked. Yeah. So, she wants to be the center of the internet's attention. Yeah, she's go the raise essence your kid. of yeah. Which is um, it was funny because like Anna Wintour, did you see that where she was like she was kind of explaining why she put them on the cover, and she was like something like um, I gotta find the exact thing because she was like um, I could have gone with something more tasteful or like <laughs> <laughs> I could have gone with someone. It was like definite shade. Um, towards them. She was like, but Kanye paid me, so. <laughs> it was, um, because they asked her, because um, Kim and Kanye were on the cover of Vogue. Oh, it's the um, glamour story. Yeah, and she's like, I see the role of Vogue to reflect what's going on in the culture. Um, and she was like. I think now, now she's part of the establishment. I think if we just remain deeply tasteful, <laughs> deeply and tasteful. just put deeply tasteful people on the cover, it would be a rather boring magazine. Nobody would talk about it. Adding, it's very important that people do talk about us. Right. So right. Anna Wintour says, Kim, listen, Anna Wintour knows you're not tasteful. 
You're not deeply tasteful. She's aware of that. Your cover was not meant to make you think you were deeply tasteful. Right. It's just because people are talking. It's just because people are talking so. about you. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Anna. Thanks for clearing that up for us. Is, yeah. I, yeah. Sometimes I feel like I'm being too mean with her, but I don't really... It's, it's, they want, like, a lot of attention. So, whatever. Um, what, was, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So, uh... Somehow, like, Kim made her way into the Solange wedding conversation, <laughs> which is, you know, what they do. They mm-hmm. want to be in, like, every conversation. So, um, there's the Bill Cosby um, news is, kind of, like, dominating right now. Um, and the main thing is, or the thing is that he um, he's accused of... I actually should have facts in front of me. So <laughs> he's accused of raping um, at least, well, at least 13 women have accused him of rape um, or sexual assault. Um, and like, it's not new. Uh, there were, there was a case that he settled, uh, I think it was early 2000s, like 05-ish or 06. Mm-hmm. Um and but now it came back out after Hannibal Burris, this comedian, made a joke. Made a joke, joke, or like he said something about how yeah, um, you know, like Bill Cosby raped women, and you know, um, and so then it, I think people just like started writing about it, and like kind of um, that just sparked a lot of uh, research back into his history, um, and so since then, like more women have come out and told their story and uh he's had a Netflix deal that dropped that That's uh awesome. fell through. NBC TV Land pulled his the Cosby episodes. Um he did a stand up show on he's cause he's doing a tour um on Friday in Florida. Um so he's still performing. Uh but there's, you know, people are saying it's like the end of his career and you know there's a lot going on with him um the the other thing was like he did an interview with ap uh for this it was like some like art related Mm -hmm. um and like in the interview ap released the interview uh or like the part of the interview like they had been they had stopped talking and uh like they asked him about, a reporter asked him about the allegations and he was like, oh, I'm not going to talk. We can maybe play part of that. Right. Um, I'm going to pull that up. Yeah. So he was like, you know, I, we, because he was sitting next to his wife, Camille, mm-hmm. we don't talk, we don't talk about it. Um, and then he's like, you know, I, I, I don't want to, like, I'm not, like, quoting him word for word. He Mm -hmm. suggested to the reporter that they not air that part of the interview and that they, um, you know, like, don't release it. Um, The thing is, he he didn't say it was off the record. Right. Um, He didn't say it was off the record. And so um, he could have stopped at no comment but um things that he 
basically trying to manipulate them into um, not putting that out. Um, and then the, 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 he didn't say anything. The right. news of that clip is in the way that he manipulates the situation, not in what he said, but how he approached it. Right. Which, because um, I think people are kind of like, I've heard some people saying, oh, AP didn't need to put that out. There's no, like, like what's the, like, he didn't say anything. There's no new quote. There's no new news. But there is, there's like a lot of um, context. There's a lot of, um, what's the word? I guess maybe, yeah, context, context behind impl- that. Yeah. yeah. Like, the, implied. The, the, what he's doing is probably what he's done with other, mm-hmm. you know, um, People. Well, first of all, the actual rape cases. Um, it's okay. So I was watching The View, and they they had a. It would. I need to like show you this because they okay. were so weird in the way that they were talking about it because they didn't want to like say anything. Um, I think they didn't want to like be implicated for anything or. Or like be um, under put under fire. Um, so the way that they also, talked about it, yeah. Came also, off I think like, Whoopi Goldberg has right a, yeah. a, a positive relationship um, right. with him, and I think they were being sensitive to Whoopi's friendship. Yeah, well, Rosie was Rosie was like um, this is pretty clear. Like Rosie, um, um, why am I forgetting her last the name? The gay one. <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell, <laughs> Rosie one? and Rosie Perez right. were the two Rosies. kind of in conflict on the the one and one of them because they did they've talked about it like a couple times. Um, where Rosie was like you know mentioning social media's role and making it quote you know uh, fueling whatever, mm-hmm. um, and it was just like so one of the hosts what the white chick I don't Nicole I don't know Spurgeon chick. <laughs> <laughs> not the one from the pussy guy. But she was like something about how it's unknowable. And this is the thing that like right. is just gets me because okay, obviously someone is innocent until proven guilty in a court, whatever, but I just feel like rape is always um it's always different, more uh, complicated. Right. Rape is, because of the nature of it itself, right. it's like complicated. Yeah. Rape is, is one of those... Unfortunately, rape has always been one of those crimes where there's way more sympathy for the victims. I mean, for the... For sorry. The for the... the alleged rapist. The alleged or rapist or the alleged guilty party. Um than there is for the victim. You know, you never you never really hear of someone being accused of, you know, a, being accused of murder and people being super sympathetic to them, you know, like, well, you know, it's unknowing. Like, we're not, right. you know, we're not certain that they really killed all 15 of those people. Um, yeah, uh, this account, um, Shrill Cosby, who's um, a good uh, commentary and the Twitter account, um, made a good point that, if if it was like fifteen guys or whatever who mm-hmm. accused Cosby of like pun- punching them or like right. you know they got into a fight with him, and it was fifteen guys, mm-hmm. um, nobody would. Then it would be like, oh yeah, so Cosby punched these guys, like or he punched at least two of these guys because fifteen right. of them right. said All something. All fifteen of these men wouldn't wouldn't be lying right. about their 
interaction with this person. Right, like you would, um, the pe- people in general would like mm. believe that or be more, whereas with this case, it's kind of like, oh, well, we don't know. Right. When it's like, no, we kind of, it. you can make a um, educated, you know, decision or whatever right. that something happened, like that was against their will. Right. Because, you know, it's, and right. I, I just don't like the way that some men are just kind of like, I think Charlemagne was also like, yeah, we don't know, like, you know, he's, we don't know if all these women are lying or whatever. Right. Okay, whatever. There is a percentage that, I guess, right. but point, whatever, but common sense is kind of like. Yeah. But that's, but that's why. And the fact that it is rape. Yeah, but that's why the the rape by men in power. I mean, there's there's no there's no better version of being sexually assaulted. But that's why the the rape by men with very clear power is um is always they always you get know a tricky because they always the they doubt. always get the benefit of the doubt. The victims end up being victimized multiple times over by the scrutiny placed on their accusations. Because, because there's this a man wealth of, of, yeah. and power behind it. Right. Like, you're just... Right. There's that extra layer of, like, you know... There's, there's another um, the layer of, like, motive or right. whatever versus, um, I guess, like, a regular rape... Like, a non-celebrity-involved right. um, rape case. Um, and there's, you know, like, the entitlement, that... Exactly. ...factor. Um, but I just... It's, I wish more men would just like kind of even if or like try to understand or try to not like automatically assume that these women are lying. Um, some some men are, um, you know, it's kind of like, well, we don't know. It's yeah. kind of like we we kind of we kind of know, know. <laughs> like. Also, if rape... One out of 15, two out of 15. And here's where the feminist hat has to be tossed on, like, tossed on and propped up. Because if, you know, if rape was, was, was something that occurred more in, more to men than it did to women, there would be way more outrage over even the commentary from people about, like, well, you know... You know, who knows if these people are telling the truth or who knows? You know, it's like that, it's it's the insensitivity of people around issues that affect women, around sexual assault, around rape. The skepticism victimizes these women again. Right, right. Like, second time over right. or whatever. Um, it's, you know, it's unfortunate. But, um... You know, for the pe- for the people who really feel like, well, you know, we we really don't know. It's kind of like, I mean, we don't. It's not really our jobs to like. We we would never. We know. would never know. Like ne- you don't know if somebody murdered. Right. You have evidence. Right. And in this case, there's no like DNA evidence, but you have a good a good um stack of like stories mm-hmm. and that all match each other and like it involves like Cosby drugging these women and you know 
men in general um, would rather treat this or feel more comfortable treating this as a race issue, um, which takes away from the primary issue, which is sexual assault and how men with power behave with, yeah. with, with women who don't have power. We have a man with power. Other people acknowledge and recognize his power and don't really realize that when they defend him on social media and, you know, and in conversation, that they kind of play into how and why these men with power find themselves victimizing women because they're always going to have an audience of people who support them. Maybe they don't support what they do, but that support them in general, much like a Ray Rice. Now, another thing with the Cosby situation is you do have a large portion of the women that actually did say something. They just did it years ago, and now they're having to rehash it, and other women are coming out right. because it was mentioned again. So the men who were, you know, who have used that kind of as part of their whole, well, why now? Well, no, not why now. Several of these women did at the time say that they were right. raped by him. And a few of those women were compensated by allegedly, or is it alleged? I don't know. Yeah, I think it's alleged. Allegedly, only one was settled, only one was settled in court. But a, a okay. few other women have, you know, claimed or alleged that they were also compensated to be quiet. Um, but, you know, listen, it's, I think that's why it's a why now situation. Because you look around, you realize you weren't the only person who was victim, who, you know, was assaulted by this person. And, and you know, and then you feel more comfortable speaking out. When a man is on trial for rape or domestic violence, there are all of these men that are willing to stand beside well, him, yeah. you know, and, and offer up the, the possibility of there being two sides to a story. There's two sides to every crime to every story you rob someone there's another side of it did they leave their wallet out was their door unlocked you know like there's two sides to every story but you know you know so for in these situations it actually like bothers me always heightens skepticism yeah it bothers me that there's so much skepticism around it as if as if we aren't aware that you know the rape exists you know like why is it a shock that bill cosby Possibly rape fifteen women because what because he doesn't have a penis like or because he because he's pudding pops like what there are always factors to any crime, but just as if I am presented with enough evidence to believe that a cop murdered a black kid, um, even though I don't know what happened, um, but I know how society is and I know what the culture is that I can still, like, not have doubt in that situation. Right. I wish more men would have less doubt when it comes to rape. The same, like, way that you Regardless of race, I will say this. I am saddened and disappointed that, you know, a a, a black hero of sorts, you know, is going to have his legacy, you know, tarnished by this. But... You know, I, I can't take responsibility for that. That's kind of on him. And I don't necessarily believe in the conspiracy theorists that suggest that this is a, that it's a race, that there's, you know, that, that the man or that he's somehow being set up, you know, to have his legacy tarnished. No, I mean, you know, he has to take responsibility for his actions. Um, Tana Hasi Coates did like um, a really good 
piece for the Atlantic about how he should have um, investigated it. Like when he did a story on Cosby like mm-hmm. years ago, and he kind of like called himself out, which was um, it was like a good piece, just critiquing mm-hmm. our response to um, to or our lack of, I guess, response, and then his lack of like you know actually um, actually um, investigating or whatever, or like trying to. Um, pointing out the um, the rape allegations at that time instead of you know dismissing it or whatever. Um, but yeah, there's there, and he also pointed out, um, you know, there's like the race factor, and then for black women, it's like, well, okay, you want to defend the woman, and then you also see like him being shut out, whatever. But my defense of the women is definitely more stronger than yeah of a priority right like yes there are white entertainers who are who get more um i guess get away with their uh they're like you know like issues yeah issues um like, like rest or whatever yeah, happens. Yeah, the Rob Lowe's yeah, like and the Woody Allen The Woody Allen, the Polanskis. But that doesn't, you know, I still... It doesn't excuse, like this, you know, it doesn't so. excuse the issue. Yeah. So, um, it's just so disturbing. I don't know. And then, you know, like the whole, his image, the yeah. possible I image. Mean, you know, and, it's like, there goes America's favorite family. Well, he had already the, kind of ruined the, it. Right, he had himself, right. <laughs> when he had there the whole, the pudding like, pops. <laughs> the whole respectability <laughs> thing. Pull up your pants mm-hmm. and, like... Yeah, I stopped eating uh, pudding pops when he was when he was cursing out black people as a whole. Right. I was like, listen. Listen, Cosby. No more pudding pops. Oh, it's clear that you have... It's clear that he's, like, um... He's just, like, a manipulator. Yeah. Like, women, um... Like he feels like he's power, like he has the power. And even yeah. the um, when he did the show in Florida, I think they did an interview. They did an interview, and he was like, "I know people want me to say something about it, but I'm not going to respond to innuendos." Right to fifteen, and, to multiple. Right innuendos. now, I, and then that makes you like, oh well, now his supporters have something to go off of because they're like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, just that's a, right. <laughs> That's right. How do we know? <laughs> right. It's like, gosh. I mean, we know because there's 15 people telling the same story. Right. Um, yeah. It's, it's sad. Yeah. Especially with the whole, like, the Cosby legacy is what makes it, um, <laughs> what makes it just, like, so complex. Because yeah. then his, his image, going. um... As a dad, as the American black black American dad, whatever, as our favorite black, as our best black American dad. The Housewives of Atlanta is back. Uh, I think it's two episodes. Yes, back at it. This whole you saw the last one where Apollo admitted to Jesus. lying about Ken Kenya. Um, or like see, seeing her, or her, them trying to see each other. Her, in yeah, way, and her or, offering him fellatio, yeah. as they kept saying for three seasons. I did her. not offer you fellatio. You did offer me fellatio. God, I just hated that. Like, 
it was. It was. A, it was a, a carefree emission right. of a lie. Like he was, was clearly. He a, was just like, yeah, yeah, it was a lie. Like lie. a um, what's what's he's what's the word? A habitual liar. Yeah, or, um, he's is a word for it, whatever. Um, because he like lied really easily mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. Um, and then made Kenya out to be this. Whore. I mean, she might be a thirsty. She she chick, might be a thirsty. But um, not in this case. Right. <laughs> <laughs> not in this particular instance. So I just hated so that there. like they gave her ammo to like feel victimized because mm-hmm. she loves feeling victimized, which is um. She plays a victim role yeah. very well. Her and um yeah that whole it's sad. <laughs> Phaedra yeah. and like Apollo. Um Apollo is like he he's um <laughs> he's not the smartest. Uh, yeah, he's not cookie. the brightest crayon in the box. Um which may have played into him be thinking that it was like normal to just tell a lie, be so strong about it, let it rock, and then in one episode, in one big swoop, just be like, alright. He was like, oh, yeah, 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 was, yeah. That was, yeah, that was like what you thought I was telling. <laughs> thought I was a Why did you think honest I was telling person? the truth? Why? Right before going to jail. You thought I was a, wait a minute. <laughs> you didn't know I was a there predicate felon? There was that scene where he was like, all right, well. Like, <laughs> he was like, well, you're not, um, I'm sorry, like, you're not going to. You know, take my like accept my apology, apology right? Whatever. So whatever, go on then. Whatever, fuck you then. <laughs> like, yeah, he basically go the hell on then. He basically, did but not accepting my apology <laughs> after I called you a slur for. And then two... he, and then he came back. He was like, "Yo, listen, actually, <laughs> actually, here's I'm the actually, thing. You know, I'm, I'm actually crazy. So <laughs> that's when you know. I almost he... wish. Listen, Phaedra, you better be glad that that man is a predicate felon because." <laughs> He is also crazy. <laughs> and you somewhat, minus the marriage and the two kids, dodged a bullet because you could have permanently you could have been permanently attached to that crazy person for way longer. Well she He was, wants a divorce anyway now though. Right. She was pretty uh calm, like about everything. Like a truth suddenly. We've bad. never really seen her well in the reunion with Kenya. But mm-hmm. even then, she doesn't like get like yeah. Even with you know. Kenya, she wasn't like rowdy. She was just like I'm gonna read you to Phil. Right, exactly. <laughs> that was right. it. Yeah, um, that that was the fix it Jesus. Mm-hmm. She came up with that. <laughs> <laughs> fix it Jesus. Um, so there, yeah, that whole thing is crazy. Um, and then now, like Cynthia is. Uh, oh, Cynthia's about it now. Yeah. She's found Cynthia her got her voice. She's like at the right age of forty nine. Got a sex drive. Got back. a sex drive back. Work it, girl. Pizza. <laughs> Pizza. So, so Pizza. Yeah, you know. Listen, sometimes it takes you several decades to find your voice. Yeah, and she has found it. Go, girl. Yeah, she has renewed uh, mm-hmm. energy, and good for her. Yeah. You're gonna need it. The Willow and Jaden New York Times um magazine interview is one of the most weird one of the weirdest, most confusing, <laughs> amazing <laughs> interviews I have ever read. Those kids 
um, has a meaning <laughs> of life figured energy, out. Time. Yeah. We'll <laughs> read some of the And quotes. why school is overrated. Um, <laughs> there was, yeah, we'll, we'll read some of it. Because, um, yeah, it's. They're just, they're like, they're not, they're beings. They're not even like, they're not artists. They're, they're beings. Right. The the interviewer asked, I'm curious about your experience of time. So you feel like life is moving really quickly. Is your music one way to sort of turn it over and reflect on it? Willow responds, I mean, time for me, I can make it go slower fast, however I please. And that's how I know it doesn't exist. Jaden. It's proven that how time moves for you depends on where you are in the universe. It's relative, it's relative to, being, to beings in other places. But on the level of being here on Earth, if you are aware in a moment, one second can last a year. If you are unaware, your whole childhood, your whole life can pass by in six seconds. But it's also such a thing that you can get lost in. Willow. Because living... <laughs> Jaden, right? Because you have to live. There's a theoretical physicist inside all of our minds, and you can talk and talk, but it's living. It's the action of it, Willow says. What? Profound. 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 What are these kids, four and eight? What a confusing, profound, profound. weirdness. Where did these, what are these, who are these, who are well, edu- who's educating these kids? Their parents are Scientologists. Right. These kids are geniuses. Uh, I, I don't even know. I think they've they've pretty much you know said it whatever. Um, but there's another part where like Jaden says he wants to be the most durable person on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like durable, durable. Okay. Um, right. It was just full of like reading it. It was like reading something little B, like a little B interview or something. <laughs> I mean, it looked like weird because you're like, oh wait, they're right, but what are you? But what are but you? Then what are, what you, are you, you talking about? But but some you part make of this sense. But makes sense, but not really. <laughs> but yeah, because, like the like the part where they're like because living, like like the like Willow saying breathing is meditation, life is a meditation. You have to breathe in order to live. So breathing is how you get in touch with the sacred space of your heart. Mm-hmm. There's a part where Jaden talks about his br- like the brain. <laughs> it's prana energy because they still breathe through their stomach. They remember. Babies remember. <laughs> Willow. When they're in the stomach, they're so aware of putting all their bones together, putting all their ligaments together, but they're shocked by this harsh world, by the chemicals and things. And then slowly, as they grow up, they start losing. You know, they become just like us. You're reading this exactly how she would say this it. This is how they would say how it. How are you? Because, I mean, <laughs> clearly, like, I, because, I should be friends with them. Because living. Because living. <laughs> because living. Yeah. The, the part where Jaden talks about the left and the right side <laughs> of the brain. They're, um, I think Willow is 13 or 14, yeah. And Jaden is like, 17. I would um, say Willow's out. Uh, she did release like a three song mm-hmm. EP that was pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty good. And I think the wait, is this the brain part? And Jaden um, released an album through his app, The Jaden Experience. Mm. Um, 
And I haven't listened to it, but um, you know, it's much like his his tweets, his deep thought tweets. Yeah, um, it's like consciousness. Wait, wait, oh, exactly, because your mind has a duality to it. So when one thought goes into your mind, it's not just one thought. It has to bounce off both hemispheres of the brain. When you're thinking about something happy, you're thinking about something sad. When you're thinking about something sad, oh, when you're, when you're thinking about an apple, you also think about the opposite of an apple. It's a tool for understanding mathematics and things with two separate realities. But for creativity, that comes from a place of oneness. That's not a duality consciousness. And you can't listen to your mind in those times. It'll tell you what you think and also what other people think. And then Willow chimes in. And then you think about what you think, which is very dangerous. Yeah. Kids are geniuses. <laughs> these kids are fucking profound. I'm like... This is, uh, these kids are okay. geniuses. So it's really interesting because they are these two weird black wealthy kids. And... um they're kind of like have they have parents who allow them to be um you know on the one hand they are being like just teenagers right. like this is you know um we all you know it, the weirdo teenager basically mm-hmm. um but on the other hand they do have free, more freedom than other little black kids right. um, well as a as a self-proclaimed nerd and i know you are also yeah. a self-proclaimed nerd i know that it I, I can speak to the fact that it is easier to have this like broad scope weirdo kind of like opposing view of the world than your fellow 13 year old when you don't necessarily have like the normal stresses that a lot of right. urban like black kids have right or or to be honest that that a lot of other just teens have that don't have a certain amount of privilege and i wouldn't say that i was raised with monetary privilege but being self-proclaimed nerds i think we can totally relate to Mm -hmm. having the freedom to kind of like be weirdos yeah. and ex- explore, you know, different ideas without our parents being like, go to the store, give me some cigarettes. Or, or friends. <laughs> right. Where now, because it's more out in the open, more visible because of obviously technology. And it's, um, I feel like kids, I mean, I'm not a teen, so, but maybe they're a little bit more, um, they like, open to or um, comfortable mm-hmm. with it because they see other kids um, you know whereas maybe before you would only see in your community now you can see you know obviously you know like online and um, all these other examples of kids like yourself mm-hmm. and I think it needs to be stated that Willow and Jaden still have the race uh, they don't have like a race they have money privilege. Mm-hmm, right. They're still black kids. Yeah. <laughs> like, so that's what I think makes it interesting for them. Because um, we see this with, like, white celebrity kids um, who have, like, their, like, weirdo moments. Um, but we don't, like, I'm trying to think of an example of, you know, like, black famous kids who were kind of just weird or in this way Mm. i mean Um, i think it's hard to know because we 
they, they may have been weird in this way, but just not as exposed by, right. you know, by social media. And, right, right, I mean, right. even beyond this interview, if you're the type of person who follows, like, Jaden on yeah. social media, you can, and even, like, Willow, you can tell that they're, for lack of a better term, like, on some next shit. Um, even beyond this interview, the interview definitely, like, <laughs> makes it clear where they're, you know, like, where they stand. It's like, I love it because... I do love it. Um... Because living. Right. Because living. <laughs> because living. <laughs> but like, it, yeah. Right. Um, I also wonder like, where are they going to take this? There's a lot of good music they can make out of it or entertainment. Mm-hmm. Art that they can make from it. Um, it's kind of like if we saw Kanye growing up. Right. He would probably be he would, like He this. was probably a weirdo. Like, if he was on... if. It, if he was like a teen Kanye right now right. with access to social media, mm-hmm. would probably be like Jaden. Except I will argue <laughs> that the financial privilege oh, well, that yeah, Jaden yeah. and Willow have make them teens, weirdo, genius teens <laughs> who don't have that many worries, a.k.a. minimal hangups. Because their parents can assist in washing all their insecurities away with their money. Whereas for anybody who's analyzed Kanye, I have, a lot of his issues and his outbursts Mm. deeply, definitely stem from insecurities that you can tell have existed for decades. Why wasn't I picked for the basketball team? (laughs) You know, I, I practiced and I practiced and I made every shot. And I still didn't make the team. Right. 20 years later, I still care right. that I didn't make the team. Like, Willow and Jaden actually you know, never um, experienced that. I think they went to school. For, in the interview, they just they talk about, like, their homeschool. They, there's one part where Jaden was like, yeah, school is, he was like, school doesn't, something about how it doesn't um, work because <laughs> it stops. He's like, it doesn't work. Or something that maybe doesn't work, isn't it? But he's just like, doesn't understand the concept of school because you should always be trying to gain knowledge, which is true. Like, I, the thing I liked about school was learning, Mm. like, new things. But I didn't necessarily like doing it around other people. Right. So, and I think, like, the whole idea of just, like, trying to gain knowledge... Throughout your life to make yourself a better person. Yeah. His, his quote is pretty interesting. It's, his school quote is, here's the deal. School is not authentic because it ends. Authentic, yeah. It's not true. It's not real. Our learning will never end. The school that we go to every single morning, we will continue to go to. Willow, forever, till the day that we're in our bed. Kids who go to normal school are so teenagery, so angsty. <laughs> they never want to do anything. They're so tired. <laughs> Jaden, you never learn anything in school. Think about how many car accidents happen every day. Driver's ed, what's up? I still <laughs> haven't been a driver's ed because if everybody I know has been in an accident, I can't see how driver's ed is really helping them out. Willow, I went to school for one year. It was the best experience, but the worst experience. The best experience because I was like, oh, now I know how, why kids are so depressed. But it was the worst experience because I was depressed. Okay. Genius loves company. (laughs) (laughs) 
That totally makes sense. It totally makes sense. But then sense. there's other things about school, like fostering a social identity. Right. Which, Some of it which is which not doesn't matter to, to kids to of mega yeah. celebs because they Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um but it's kinda like, well, if kids were homeschooled, then you have to kind of like create another social another um uh, opportunity for mm. them to grow socially which is then you have to like you know like create that mm. because they can't just have social media right that then they you know then you'll be like homeschooled and like only going off social media i mean i guess like hang with friends yeah it's just well, I kind of get their way of thinking, but like yeah, their way of thinking definitely applies to their way of life. Where you know they do have, their social circle also goes through the same. You know, like like the Jenner girls are also most likely no longer in legitimate schools. You know, or at least not in the way that the average teenager is. You know, so there's one part where like they're like they don't read, <laughs> they don't read books. <laughs> Like, Jaden is like... His reading is, is so overrated. Like, they only read Willow's novels. Oh, because she's been writing them since she was six. Yeah. So, it's just very... It's such a good interview. <laughs> Into the minds of these kids who... Yeah. These, like, little black, you know, weirdos. Let's talk about sex, baby. <laughs> I haven't done that in a while. Oh, that's good now. But, um... Because we don't have any transition. Um, yeah, so our question this week is... Being on top. How do you feel about it? Do you love it? Is it part of your repertoire? Repertoire. repertoire. I've spoken a lot of French today. <laughs> repertoire. Um, yeah, that's one of my favorites. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we learned something new. It's one of my favorites. Because uh, you can... One, there's like the visual element um, for the guy. And, um, you know, to be in control of the situation. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a is fan. Is what I think. I'm a fan, but um, only like the... The day or the night after a really like low calorie intake day. After Soul Cycle. <laughs> like oh, only after Soul Cycle. After Soul Cycle, I'm like, wave your hands up. <laughs> I'm like, after Soul Cycle, I'm feeling ready to conquer. But um, I don't know. It's not like my. It's not my jam. Mm. It's not my jam. Kind of my jam. <laughs> the jam. The jam. The jam. The jam. It's the jam. Um, and then what? Reverse cowgirls? Like ah, uh, see, reverse cowgirls, my jam. But that's how. How is that? How's it like, different? I'll tell you. I mean, it, it's you know. I'll tell it's you how different, it's different places. I'll tell you how it's different, my dear. It's different because you know how I feel about like buns. Hmm? How do you feel? <laughs> Once I realized that I was never really going to like have to wear a suit, you know, like that I wasn't going to like, like work at a bank. Once I sorted out never working at a bank. No, no offense to working at a bank. I just mean like 
I'm, you know, I'm in media. I don't, yeah. you know, it's, I started to realize that like, wow, like this body that's curvy could be even like crazier if my buns were bigger, even bigger. And then, so like reverse cowgirl makes me like, it like releases the inner big ass. Like it makes me feel like Kim K on the low. <laughs> but like like less sore. But you know. Right. It's like a celebration of my buns. In my in my mind. So yeah. Okay. It's like look, look at that, look at that, look at that, look at that. Look at that. Look at that, look at that. Look at that.